1: The podcast world is growing bigger every day and Himalaya wants to help you navigate it. Himalaya is a brand new podcast app where you can find every single podcast you love and some future faves. Whether you're a podcaster or a fan, Himalaya has got your back. Discover personally curated playlists and show your favorite podcasters some love with the Himalaya tip jar. It's free. It's the easiest to use and we're adding cool new features every day. Go to your app store and download Himalaya. That's H-I-M-A-L-A-Y-A. And don't forget to follow Worse First once you're there. Love, Brittany. Are here today, at worst, first, I'm so grateful for all of you that have been listening and watching and leaving comments and rating and everything. It means so much to me because it's all I have in life right now. So, thank you so much for that. Uh, we have an incredible guest today. Obviously, you're already looking at him for when you see this live. It's Brandon Boyd from Incubus. Oh, my God. So glad you're here. Yay. I am so happy to have you here, actually. It's so Thank crazy. You. Guys, I have kind of an insane backstory of how I know Brandon.
0: Everyone loves a good backstory.
1: It's like kind of creepy, actually. Origin
0: stories. This is
1: an origin story. Okay, so when I was like 16 in high school with disgusting those I had clear braces they were were like they were awful though because like you know they always turn yellow so it just looks like you have disgusting teeth right right so I was obsessed with Incubus me and my best girlfriend Nadina uh we were obsessed with you guys like we were like your favorite top band like had all your albums everything just were dying and you guys came to Philly Uh and her and I were like you know what we're gonna go to that show and we're gonna get backstage and that was our goal, okay? Mm. And we had general admission, like, like we had, like, nosebleed seats, right? Because yeah. that's, like, all we could afford. We were, like, 16 working at pizza joints. Yeah. So we had these nosebleed seats, but somehow, somehow, and I don't know how, we managed to get in the front row of the show. We like Sheer s- determination. Dude, I don't know what it was. <laughs> it was, like, luck. Like, we just kept squeezing through people, right. and we managed to get in the front. And my girlfriend who was really, really pretty. She's still very beautiful, like really gorgeous. Right. Mm-hmm. So one of your roadies or stagehands, right. Yeah. Sees her and I mostly her. Cause I had the crazy teeth. Um, and he, <laughs> He's like, not the girl with the chunky braces. The other one. Um, he sees, he sees her and he comes up to us and goes, Hey, do you guys want to go backstage? And we were like, Oh, fuck yeah, totally. And he's like, here you go. Here's two passes and gave us backstage passes. My
0: inner parent, I'm not a parent yet, but my inner parent is just cringing right now.
1: Right, right. (laughs) Like so shady. And we're 16, by the way. Okay, So we're like totally like not grown up enough to be doing this. And um, so he gives us these backstage passes and we're so excited. But meanwhile, my girlfriend was we were hanging with these guys and she's getting wasted. Mm hmm. So we go to go backstage and she's so drunk. She can barely walk and she pees herself literally on the floor as your roadie guys walking us backstage. Wow. And I was like, Oh my God, you're ruining this for us. I was going to kill her. I was like, fuck, like you ruined this. Right. And you should have peed yourself too and been like, it's a Philly thing. Yeah. We just fucking pee (laughs) everywhere. It's all good, dude. Just peeing (laughs) all over the floor. It's chill. Um, so he's like, dude, she's way too drunk. I can't bring her back like this. Obviously, right?
0: Okay, thank God. Yeah, I'm hearing this for the first time right now. Oh my now.
1: God! I know, like, I know, I know. I'm like to g- giving him already. trauma. I know, right? He's like, he's like here to be traumatized. Okay. So then she, she, we go, we leave because we can't, we can't, you know, we can't do anything. She's yeah. she peed her pants. Like right. it was disgusting. The guys like, I'm not bringing your fucking piss stained friend back with me. So <laughs> I was like, what about me? He's like, no, you got chunky braces. I was like, fuck. So we leave. We go home, but I was still determined. Okay, and. I I was so mad at her. I was like, fuck, dude, like, you ruined this whole thing. Like, all I want to do is meet them. They're like my idols, all this shit, right? Handle your drink. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) I was like, fuck, why'd you have to be so wasted? See, alcohol's the worst. Anyway, so the next night you guys were playing again. Okay. And it was one of those months where, like, I could easily change the number. Like, backstage passes back then were, like, the sticker, that fabric sticker that you just stuck to your clothing and, like, had, like, a date and Sharpie. Oh, my God. So it wasn't (laughs) like...
0: You're what you're revealing to me. You haven't even finished your story, is that you're extremely resourceful already. (laughs) I'm already (laughs) okay. Continue.
1: So, guys, just letting you know, don't if you're a stalker, don't ever give up because it can happen for you, okay? Right. Look, he's here right now. I have him. He's captured. <laughs> he's in this tiny room with me. No, I'm just kidding. So basically, I changed the date on the freaking sticker uh-huh. and I go to the show the next night, but I didn't have tickets. Right. So I freaking somehow started-
0: Was it the electric factory?
1: <laughs> it wasn't. It was like the um big one. The like it was the the PNC Philly state. Oh, Staples. that's in
0: Jersey. I'm sorry. It was like
1: it was one of the big arenas. It wasn't the electric factory. The okay. electric factory would have been so easy to sneak And we
0: into. did two nights at an arena? You did two
1: nights at an arena. You guys wow. were – it was a huge thing. Okay. This was years ago, okay. obviously. Okay. So I sneak in somehow. I didn't have tickets. I just had a backstage pass. I sneak in. I drove by myself to Philly, okay? Mm. And – I get backstage, I don't, know, I don't know, I just kept walking around like I knew what I was doing, right? And I had the sticker on, so no one said yeah. anything to you, me.
0: You held your bladder, that's a, I did, I did, and I didn't like, drink like, oh, she's anything. cool, go ahead. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I just
1: looked like I knew what I was doing. Like, if you look like you know what you're doing in life-
0: That's been my trick the whole time. I've gotten into so many shows, even before Incubus was like, people recognized us as a band. Yeah. I, I saw how people got backstage, and it was mostly just a nod and a confident walk past security
1: thank you so we just literally
0: basically ruined it for everybody else
1: everyone else is just gonna start doing this you to be mad people showing up right. backstage like what's up bro yeah 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 and like just walking <laughs> with like fake stickers on them right so yeah so i just kept looking confident and i was by myself and i was walking like you know nodding at people whatever and then i get to like your dressing room area where like you guys were hanging out and there's yeah. a guy checking ids obviously because you guys have that kind of protection he needs to make sure everyone who comes in the room's 21 or, or 18 i think it was 18 I, I don't know what it was
0: i didn't even know we had You're that like- <laughs> wow i mean i'm happy that we did yeah
1: they did they Jeez. protect you guys they protect okay. you guys there's a security guy and he's big big guy yeah were we having
0: he, a party or something you were
1: having a party you guys were playing like poker and playing around it was fun not like actual poker just like playing around we were
0: playing silo that's what been our game for many 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 years
1: okay so you're playing that yeah you guys were having such a good time I was like oh my god I could like see everyone hanging out having fun I was like fuck I gotta get in there right Uh so then you're opening band and I don't remember who they were like I pulled one of the guys aside and I was like yo I was like I have a backstage pass but I'm only 16 I was like can I get in here and he's like Mm -hmm. Oh shit yeah totally And he like Just put his arm around me And walked me past The fucking security guard And then boom I'm in the room And I'm hanging out with you Right
0: If you tell me what year it was I could tell you Which opening band uh, Was was contributing to The delinquency of minors In that occasion
1: It was either like 2004 (laughs) Or like 2003
0: Okay, I'm not gonna say their names. <laughs> oh,
1: dead, 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 dead. So, so basically, he like walks me in, and I'm hanging out with you guys. And there's not many people back there. Like it's literally just you guys, and mm. like everyone's chilling. There's not like a ton of girls or anything like that. You guys are totally mellow, which I was thought was so cool. And like I totally had a conversation with you which I don't expect you to remember and took a picture with you and mm-hmm. you were so nice and so cool and I was like oh my god he's just as cool as I imagined and everything like that and it was like the best night of my life.
0: Oh it's amazing. And I
1: was so happy to meet you and oh, it was that's awesome. awesome. Yeah, and so that happened. So <laughs> and now you're here, which is crazy. I
0: know,
1: huh? So I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like life is bonkers. It, it really, really is. is. Like it's actually kind of insane. So then I end up moving to LA, like cut to me moving to LA, mm-hmm. whatever, and up all this vine stuff. And and here and here I am, which yeah. is so bananas.
0: Congratulations, by the way.
1: Thank you. Yeah. yeah, it was it was crazy ride. But I mean, man, life just takes some twists and turns and then it comes full circle. You it know? usually
0: does. Yes.
1: It really does. Right. Yeah. The circle of life,
0: the circle of life. Yeah. So
1: I wanted to share that story. <laughs> so if you're a stalker, just never give up on your stalker dreams because it can happen for you.
0: I don't think you needed to tell them that <laughs> <laughs> just by nature of being. <laughs> By the way, oh who would have God. ever thought that stalkers as a, as a breed were so ahead of the curve?
1: Dude, so ahead of the curve. Now
0: it's like when you like meet somebody and say you want to go on a date with them. It's like you just do some mild stalking beforehand.
1: You do. Everyone's a stalker. Give them
0: a Google. Check out their Instagram. Hmm. There's some suspicious behavior here. I don't know if I'm going to do this. Or... You go down the rabbit hole,
1: <laughs> dude. We're all stalkers now. It's, it's kind of crazy, right? It's very strange like voyeurs. World. I mean, we just we can go and look at someone's whole life online. It's bananas.
0: A curious version of their life, though. Have you heard the term uh, "the curated self"? No. Uh, so uh, I, I'm I'm guessing it's sociologists that, that coined the phrase, but it's used in the sense that we uh, are putting out these versions of ourselves through social media, um, mostly that is a kind of self-curated uh it's like the best version that we put forward but it is only mildly representative of reality there's oh, a it's much, just our highlight reel it's the highlight reel exactly mm, that's a a, yeah. a a better way of putting
1: it god isn't that the truth that's yeah. why i am a little different in a sense cuz i put all my dark shit on there too like if i'm having a bad day mm-hmm. or if i'm like having like a whatever moment i post about it cuz yeah. i'm just like you know what i don't want people to think that I just have this great life and I'm taking all these fit pics all the time. My Mm -hmm. life is great. No, I post everything. I'm like, that's actually really
0: beneficial. I'm I'm sure because uh, that is more representative of of like a normal experience, quote unquote, normal experience, even though your life isn't normal, not at all. You know, my Mm -hmm. life isn't normal in the, in the grand scheme of things either. But uh, even people who have public jobs um, or jobs or put them in the spotlight, they get diarrhea sometimes. They get depressed exactly. sometimes. They uh, get a flat tire. They go to jail occasionally. You know what Thank I mean? Like, you. Like Thank you. Thank you. There's really They're normal. there's no such thing as as the 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 life that you see. You know the most glittery, glitzy versions of people on Instagram and social media. That stuff is mostly an illusion,
1: dude. It helps to keep that in perspective. Yes. And thank you. And that's so true. Like Mm. people, people look at these girls and they, they, they fantasize. They're like, oh my God, I wish I could be like them. I wish I was like, it's not real. Most of it's not real, you know? So it's really sad. But speaking of crazy things and stories, I don't know if you gave some time to think about your worst experience and it can be a job. Worst experience
0: like of my life.
1: It could be anything. And but mostly we most people do their worst date experience.
0: So I, when we talked earlier, I've been thinking about that, and I'm completely drawing a blank on what my first, my worst first date was. Okay. Um, I have, uh, in talking to many of my other friends over the years, I've learned that I have not dated that many people in my life. It's nothing really. It's just how how it's been. I've been really kind of like um choosy. Choosy. Good. Yeah. Picky, kind of guarded. Good. And who I've sort of like interacted Let into your with. Circle. Yeah. Um, not completely innocent, but also not. You know, I don't, I think I probably dated less people than the average person my age.
1: That's awesome. So,
0: and I I guess it's maybe some kind of a blessing that I can't think of a worst first date. Really? I really can't think of one.
1: You've never had like a bad experience where the girl was like crazy or annoying or like anything happened?
0: Sure. But nothing that's really like noteworthy. Really? Where there's been a few first dates where I'm kind of like, ah, nice to meet you and what, like, what time did you say your flight was that kind of thing.
1: dead? He's like, like this podcast. <laughs> He's like, I uh, gotta go. See, ya. <laughs> gotta go record. I uh, gotta get out of here. Um, that's so crazy. So what can you
0: recall a first worst date? Oh my God. I have here.
1: literally like a thousand. I I mean, just what living made in LA. So bad? Oh, well, I mean, I've told this story one time where basically like the guy lies and you know, I went on a date with this doctor and he and he I met him in a I was visit, I was going to my psychiatrist I've told this story before and I was coming down the elevator and this doctor is in the elevator. Heavy
0: quotes do, around doctor? No,
1: he's a real doctor. Okay, okay. He, he's a real doctor, but he, I just do that because it's like the story gets bananas. I've told the story, <laughs> but I don't know. I've told it on here, I think, maybe. But anyway, I'm, I'll tell it again. So I'm in the elevator. I'm coming down this elevator, and there's this doctor, and he's really handsome, and he's in the elevator. And Dr. I'm like, handsome. Do, Dr. Handsome. And I'm standing there, and I'm like, oh, my God, and he's like staring at me. And then he Did he like, have a
0: stethoscope around his-
1: He did. I mean, he was a doctor, no. doctor. He was a real doctor though. He, he was, was a cardiologist. Yeah, it was. A, okay. And I was like, oh my God. And he's that's so awesome. handsome and I was young and and he like and he was staring at me and I was like, hi. And he's like, hi. He's like, you're so beautiful. Can I take you on a date? Wow. And I was like, oh my gosh, wow. That's so brazen and cool because people don't really do that in LA. I,
0: I have to admire that. If it's coming from a place of uh, like genuine, uh, like- interest in somebody yeah. and not just like some creepy come on that I no. have to, you have to appreciate that kind of audacity because you can be like
1: no yeah
0: <laughs> or you can be like yeah yeah, yeah exactly I go on a date with you and he was
1: so handsome like i'm sure if you walked up to a girl and were like oh my god i'm a doctor or no even just you i'm fucking brandon boyd i'm like you're so beautiful do you want to go on a date any girl would probably be like fuck yeah like totally
0: if i was like like sort of turning it up though i think i would go by professor <laughs> I'm Professor Boyd. I'm
1: Professor Boyd. They're like, whatever. I don't care. I love you. I go on a date with you, totally. (laughs) Aren't
0: you the singer of that band? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like I want (laughs) to
1: totally, right? So, so he goes, you know, and then he hands me his card and he goes, uh, just text me your number, call me, right? And Mm -hmm. and I look at his card and it's a cardiologist, and I was like, oh my god, so amazing, this cardiologist, young, hot cardiologist asking me on a date. Mm -hmm. So I text him and. Or I call him, I don't remember, this was a long time ago, I don't know if we had texting yet, and so I call him, and he's like, okay, I'll pick you up, we're gonna go to, like, this really nice restaurant in Beverly Hills, and you know I'm so excited he picks me up in his Porsche I'm like oh my god I'm so impressed you know I did drove- he have one of those phones in the Porsche with the curly oh yeah yeah No, this wasn't that long ago he okay. had it right I'm like thanks <laughs> I'm I mean I'm old but 90s. I'm not that old yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so, he, <laughs> so he, he he, had a you know he had a beautiful Porsche and I'm like I'm driving this like beater Volkswagen I'm like oh my god like oh god I'm like so I'm so excited I get in the car with him he's so sweet he takes me to the restaurant mm. he's like it's this beautiful restaurant in Beverly Hills so expensive like literally I could like never have afforded it at the time. And so he goes, order whatever you want. You know, as many drinks as you want, whatever food you want. He's like, we'll have everything on the menu, right? Wow. And I'm like, oh my god, this is so amazing! And like, the waiters all know him, and he's like this big hotshot, right?
0: I'm taking dating notes right now, by the Are way.
1: Are you? No. Okay. I'm like, I was going to say, you don't really need <laughs> to do that to impress a girl. You could take a girl to like McDonald's. She'd be like, I went on a date with Brandon Boyd. <laughs> it's, it's great. Um,
0: takes him to McDonald's, but go on. Right, right, right. You're <laughs> like, I don't
1: eat that food. Thanks. Um, so, so, so we're sitting at this restaurant. Everything's going beautifully. The conversation is great. You know, we're coming to the end of the dinner. Mm-hmm. And he, I see him start going like this and the waiter brings over the bill and I see him just kind of adjusting himself and checking his pockets and I'm sitting there pretending not to notice because I'm fucking broke. I literally maybe have maybe like 150 bucks in my bank account, right? Right, right. Literally, he's going like this, like checking, checking, checking. And then he finally looks up at me and goes, Hey, I must have forgotten my wallet. Do you mind getting this one and I'll get the next one? Dude, I was the broker. <laughs> and he took you to like
0: Dorsey. Dude, he know? took me to like, he took me to
1: like like the fucking like the president was serving us food. Like it was crazy yeah. expensive. Okay. Wow and I was in my little like hipster jean jacket like totally broke clearly like not able to afford this restaurant right and I'm sitting there and I'm like oh my god having a fucking internal panic attack because I'm like I'm gonna bounce my you know card because trying to pay for this right Wow. and I maybe had like I don't know my dad would give me like 1500 bucks a month just to survive but that was for rent okay so I had basically zero right so the bill was like almost like $2,000 because he'd ordered all this dude I don't even remember but it was like you know, whatever, escargot. I'm all snails. I'm like so uncultured. I'm like escargot. Um that's snails. Right, snails. Okay. <laughs> so it's fucking snails. What is um, Uh j'ai tout dit Français en That's way more than me. So, un peu. Yeah. Um uh, so so I uh basically ordered the you know, he ordered everything on the menu. And hey, he, meanwhile, by the way, was drinking a lot. He drank like two full bottles of wine, like himself. I mean, we were there. This was like a four hour dinner. This was like a great, like you know, when wow. you have a really great time with someone and the time just kind of goes and you're just spending all your time mm-hmm. there. Like we closed the place, right? Wow. So this bill was bananas and I was shitting my pants. And then, so I was like trying to be cool because I was like, I don't want to like ruin this because we had such a good, you know, conversation. And I was, you know, he's like this hot doctor. And I'm like, oh my God, I, you know, I'm going to act cool and take care of it. I know, I know. Should I not have done that?
0: No, good on you. That's awesome. But where did it go from there? Did he pay you back?
1: Okay, so this gets <laughs> so much worse. This is why it's a worse first. So I put my car down. I pay for it. Thank God it goes through. I don't know how. It like yeah. was in the red the next day. My dad called me. He's like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Um... So I get home that night. He drops me off. I don't even know why I got in the car with him though because he was like fucking wasted. Wow. Guys, do not get in the car with people that have had like four bottles of wine, honestly. Like just and you don't. just picked up a $2000. And though. I just and you just picked up a $2000. <laughs> I'd be like, "Okay, you can take my life and my money." So I'm in the car with him. He's driving erratically like a psycho. Uber and Lyft weren't out yet, otherwise I would have totally done that. And you right. know, getting a cab in LA back then, it was like not a, not even heard of like it thing. wasn't yeah. New York City. Right. So we get home safely. Thank God I get home safely. And I I told him before I got out of the car, I said, Hey, listen, just call me and let me know you got home okay. Cause I was honestly worried because he was he was pretty drunk and it was wow. not cool that he was driving. Right. So he calls me about mm, like 20 minutes later, and he still sounds really drunk. And he goes, uh, Hey, I'm just calling you to let, you know, I got home. Okay. And I was like, Oh, that's awesome. I'm so glad you're home. Okay. And he's like, but you're not going to believe what happened. And I was like, Oh no, what happened? Try me. <laughs> right. I'm all, I'm all ca- I'm like killing myself city. i ready to call my dad right. to like pay him with my kiddie. Um, right. he's all, uh, I got pulled over by the cops and I was like, Oh my God. It sounds like
0: this was his worst first day. Right. Right. I was
1: like, what did you do? And he's like, no, 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 no. It's Okay. I pulled out my wallet and showed him I was a, a doctor and they let me go.
0: So he had his wallet. What?
1: So I said, excuse me. And then he realized what he said. And he was like, uh, uh," and I was like, you just said you had your wallet. Why did you say you didn't have your wallet? And he was like, literally quiet for like almost a full minute. And then he goes, I just went through a really crazy divorce. Oh, my God. My ex-wife took everything from me. And I vowed that the next girl I went out with, I was gonna make sure she wasn't after me for my money. So I make them pay for the date, first date. And he goes, don't worry, I'll pay you back. I'll take you for a massage. And I was like, dude, this is so fucked. Like, I don't even yeah. wanna go on another date with you.
0: Uh-uh, in like, fact. I might call the police. Right?
1: Like, why would you <laughs> test me like that? It's yeah. so freaking weird. And so I was like, you know what? Actually, you can leave me half the bill in a check on my doorstep. You know where I live. Mm. Mail it to me, whatever. Yeah. And we're, we'll call it good. Right. And he was like, okay, I'll do that. Never, never pay me back. Never paid wow. me for half of it. Never heard from him again.
0: Wow. Yeah. So uh, where does Dr. Handsome work?
1: Cedar's. bitch i i want to say his name so bad but i will not i will not but i but i well
0: there aren't that many like really handsome doctors cardiologists yeah 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 porsches so yeah so we can figure it it out yeah
1: we got your number over here anyway so we're going to take a quick break here's a quick word from our sponsors hang in there and we'll tell you the rest of what happened in this story we're here with brandon boyd i'm so excited i have i want to talk about his game coming up he made a game we're going to talk about that okay stay tuned
2: When you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.
1: So that was a great break.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: Do you feel rested?
0: I do. Your sponsors are awesome.
1: <laughs> They're so fast. Okay. So enough about me. I want to talk more about you. I feel like this whole podcast has been about me and I want to talk about you.
0: I I'm, I love learning about you and your really? experiences here. Yeah, that's that's pretty wild. I honestly think that you handled that really well. I did. Just I mean, even though it didn't like end well, like yeah. your assertion that like you know what bro give me half yeah and then and then we're done like that was uh, that was a really big move to even like think like should okay. i have said that yeah i think that was it the was right good? thing to do yeah okay. that was like that was on the up and up but then the fact that he like just never he just paid. didn't yeah and like, he works at cedars come on dude man. he
1: makes bank but yeah. his wife apparently just took him to the cleaners, his ex-wife. So he was like, I have nothing. All I have is my car and my apartment. He was like giving me this sob story. And I was like, dude, I have no dollars in my bank account. Like yeah. <laughs> I'm living off of Top Ramen and like mattress fiber. Like I literally have nothing. Like, just
0: nibbling on a little bit Yeah, like there's here. a hole
1: in my wall that I can see outside. Like you don't even know. Like don't plead the fifth. You know what I mean? Like yeah. don't make me feel bad for you because it's so yeah. much worse over here. I've been wearing the same clothes for seven weeks. Like, It's kind of crazy. <laughs> anyway. Um, so I want to talk to you, I, you know, you're an artist on top of being you're an artist in more than one sense of the word, you're a musician, you're an, an artist that draws and paints, mm. and you're literally like the epitome of an all around artist, mm. which Thank is you. so cool. And yes. I love that because I draw and mm-hmm. I paint. And so I've always like admired that about you. And you came out with this game and it says it's, how, how does this, it's the, an optimistic memory game which yeah. i love optimistic memory game yeah. and you spelled it like mystic
0: yeah i love playing with words that's kind of the first thing and so optimistic was this um thing that i started this moniker i suppose that i started to play with um gosh maybe two years ago uh-huh. and i started doing um uh limited runs of uh just like t-shirts that had like just different like it said, optimistic on them. One of them said, "I fuck on the first date," but with like an I
1: dead. Do like, you
0: like I fuck on the first
1: date?
0: Just oh. so like playing with words and playing you with you. I date.
1: fuck people, but you don't fuck them
0: on the first date. It depends, I suppose. <laughs> depends <laughs> on how.
1: Depends, exactly. Depends on if you paid for dinner. Oh, dead, dead. <laughs> well, uh, hey, hello. Uh, easy target over here. Um, right. No, this is so cool. And I and I opened it up, and it's like your drawings. Yeah. So I
0: did. I I, and I'll show I draw this. and I paint when we tour because it's uh, a much better way to spend uh, time in hotel rooms and stuff than like watching TV or, being on the internet or something. If I can't like walk around and see the place that I'm in, I usually paint.
1: I love these though. Um, Like I actually, and so the really cool thing about it guys is that there's all these cool drawings on the cards and you put them all, like the game is you put them face up, right? And then it's a memory game.
0: You put them face down. Oh, face down. all face down. And then. And then, so the game is called Two Doors and you are attempting to remember where each of the matched card is. So it it basically is uh, kind of an homage to uh, a game called Memory.
1: Oh yeah, uh, Memory. We yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's 70s. what I'm saying. It's totally. But
0: it was like a match chicken with a chicken, right, horse right, by a right. horse. It was it was quite rudimentary. I think it was for kids. Yeah. Um. So this is kind like of like the a, adult version. A, it's like a more adult version, though. Kids have been playing it and enjoying it.
1: Oh, um, So love
0: that. I found, you know, uh, I think it's thirty six or thirty seven different synonyms for door. And then so you're matching these different synonyms for door, like vent or tunnel, tunnel. Or access, entrance, that kind of a Ingress. thing.
1: Ingress. And this is a great game if you do have kids to teach them these words because there's a lot of big words too. And the designs on the cards are so cool. I'll show a close-up of this on my Instagram. Um, and it's really cool. And actually, you know, games they say like this help prevent like Alzheimer's and stuff. It's true.
0: Yeah. yeah that wasn't necessarily the reason I did it. I, I think that the reason I did it was that I wanted to uh, – Make something that was complete, like the complete antithesis to where we are in our sort of cultural moment with everything being so fast and so just everything just skimmed, skim, 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 skim. And so the skimming thing is almost acts like a metaphor for how we're moving through our cultural experience right now, mm. and especially on a person to person basis. Like, um, I use social media, I, I use my phone daily. And I'm even willing to acknowledge that I have like a kind of an addiction to it. Yeah. And so, in acknowledging that, I've been forced to kind of like look at my own behavior as it relates to that and my behavior with the people that I love and my closest friends. And it's so interesting because we will, uh, when we're away from our loved ones, we're like constantly vigilant on the phone like, where are you? What are you Mm -hmm. doing? When can we meet up? Like, Mm -hmm. what's the next thing? Here's this picture. We're like constantly trying to be in contact with them and vigilant. And then when we're together, we're completely distracted by what's going on on the phone. So I, I just thought it would be kind of funny and maybe even ironic to have uh, a, an old school tactile game that forced you to interact
1: yeah. with someone or At the people most rudimentary level, yeah. At the most rudimentary. Yeah. Hey, can
0: you remember where this one met this one? <laughs>
1: that's not where it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you have like a real like just <clears throat> normal human experience totally. where you guys aren't like tech, you know. Yeah. That's so cool. And it's
0: actually really fun. I've, I've played it with a bunch of friends and I usually lose. I don't know if that's because- of-
1: You lose your own game?
0: Yeah, I should be like the master of it. You should be at the best. I think I've won once.
1: Really? And
0: like a dozen plays of it with friends.
1: And um, where can people get it if they want to get it? Is it like at Urban Outfitters?
0: No, that would it be great. It uh,
1: Guys, Urban Outfitters, get your <laughs> shit together. I'm going to tag them in this. Like, you guys need to get your shit together. This is so them. Like, this well, is a game still, I can see there.
0: It's still new as well. I've just right. been doing little launch events. I did an event in New York at Bookmark. Um, thank you, everyone at Mark Jacobs for Aww, facilitating that. Yay. And I did a, an event at Ron Robinson here in Los Angeles. And then I just did one on Saturday in Chicago at Vertical Gallery. So um, – certain places like like those places are carrying yeah. it and then but it's mostly just available on my website.
1: I love that. And what's the website?
0: brandonboyd.me.
1: brandonboyd.me so it's just on your own website.
0: Yeah, it's I have painting stuff and I've yeah, published you're- a handful of books and things like that. So.
1: Your art is incredible, dude. Thanks. Like it's kind of crazy that if you weren't a musician, you could have really just been an artist
0: too. That was the plan, actually. If really? I had a plan growing up, I, I, uh, if I really checked in, like when I was a teenager, and you know, people ask, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" My answer was immediately I was like, "I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna paint. I'm gonna keep doing oh. what I'm doing." Um, and so rock and roll kind of snuck through the cracks and came and found me and i truly fell in love with it and i have a kind of an obsession with music and making music but what's cool about making music is that it doesn't necessarily create an obsession that um blocks out other forms of expression in fact it's created space for those things over the years wow or or i suppose i've created space for those things because i feel like a more complete human when i'm able to uh have many tentacles out in different places at once.
1: That yeah. takes a lot of energy.
0: I also don't really watch television very often. Oh, good. Um, so there's, once you like break the habit of, of certain kinds of media consumption, uh, there's, there's a lot of space.
1: There's a lot of space it's to be lot filled you in. Do. You're like, I'm not yeah. watching TV. I can paint. Yeah. Or I can draw.
0: Totally. You get bored. Yeah. It's an amazing thing. Like people, I know this from growing up. Like my way of uh, avoiding boredom was to uh was to draw or we'd go outside and we would you know dig holes and stuff like that dig <laughs> holes
1: let's see we who can dig the deepest hole
0: we would literally dig <laughs> what's holes. what's the point
1: of the game we're just gonna see who can dig the deepest hole i love it yeah. really
0: yeah we'd play with bug i grew up around in rural los angeles so like really we were collecting bugs and learning how to like befriend tarantulas and stuff like
1: oh that. oh my god yeah.
0: and eventually that gets boring so yeah. we started playing instruments and then we started you know with my mom's paints and her brushes and things. And so my brothers and I are all kind of similar like that.
1: Wow. How many brothers do you have?
0: I have two brothers, an two older brothers. and a younger. Yeah. Do you have a sister? I have an older sister as
1: well. Wow. Yeah. Are you guys all close?
0: We are. That's yeah.
1: awesome. And you're all kind of the same artsy.
0: I think so. Yeah. 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 Do you That's have awesome. siblings?
1: I have an older brother. You do? But we're very different.
0: You are? Yes. How so?
1: Wolf. Oh, my goodness. My brother – My brother's very interesting in a sense that he was the coolest guy I knew when I was in high school. He was, like, really into Pantera and, like – all like Cannibal Corpse, all this like heavy music and he played guitar really well. And so I was like, and I was just raised with my dad and my brother. So that's why I'm kind of a tomboy in a sense because I was raised around that. And so like, you know, I like went to OzFest with them and Pink Floyd and blah, blah, blah. That's discovered eventually you and all these other people. Did you see us at OzFest? Uh, I think I did see you guys at OzFest. Yeah, I think that's kind of like how I first like fell into you guys. Yeah. I was really young. And so... My brother was this really cool dude, and I was like, oh, my God, he's, like, this musician. He's so rad, and I want to be like him. And then he started dropping a lot of acid. Mm. and Like too much? Like too much, where mm. you, like, it, like, changes your brain. And you
0: can, yeah. So now
1: he's, like, super – he's, ob- he was, like, one of the smartest people I ever knew, too. And then he kind of, like, tr- it changed him, like, almost completely, mm. where he went from being, like, a total musician into, like, all kinds of, like, really cool shit to, like, now – I mean, not that he's not into cool shit. He's just a different person. Yeah. So, and I love you, Greg, if you're listening to this, obviously. He's just a totally different guy. Like, he's into astrology now, and he's like, he's hmm. he's got a great job, and he makes great money and everything like that. It's just kind of like, he changed. Like, it's so weird. Astrology or astronomy? Astrology. Ah. Like, Miss Cleo shit. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. Didn't she go to jail or something? Yeah, minus the jail part. Yeah. Well, we hope. We hope. Um, yeah. So he like uh, he like loves. That. I mean, it's not his job, but he loves it. He's like really into horoscopes and stuff like that. So yeah, he's just like a totally different person than I am. From
0: Pantera. From to Pantera to the Age of Aquarius. Fucking, yeah, Amazing. exactly.
1: That's a great album name. Um, <laughs> right. But anyway, yeah. No. So yeah, we're just totally different people. Yeah. It's really interesting, but it's cool. Yeah. You know, I mean, I love it. You got to, you got to have diversity. Mm. Um, so you actually grew up in LA, outside of LA.
0: Yeah. I grew up in Woodland Hills and then my family moved to Calabasas when I was. Oh
1: my God, where I live right now. Like
0: 10, I think. Yeah. And I lived there until I was 18 or 19. But wow. I started, we started touring. The band started, to, we started when we were 15 um, at Calabasas wow. High. And then we started touring when we were, gosh, about, I was barely 18 we started touring internationally when I was 20.
1: Wow. So we've
0: been, our band has been together for, I think it's been like 28 years.
1: Dude, that's incredible.
0: It's wild, huh?
1: That's a long time.
0: Yeah, it's most of our lives.
1: Most, right. <laughs> that's like your whole life.
0: It's so Other much of Other than, than being seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's
1: amazing. You're like, I'm seven. Okay, now I'm in a band. Yeah.
0: Right. <laughs>
1: oh my God. So wait, how did you guys get your first big break? And I know people listening that, Probably are huge fans of you even know this already, but I would love to hear it.
0: By first big break, what do you mean? Like,
1: when did you know like this was taking off and this was going to happen for you guys?
0: You know, I this might be uh, kind of a window into my deeper uh, self-reflection or my my self-esteem level. But I always kind of have this default thing where it's like it's probably going to end tomorrow. I've had that every day
1: in my life, my whole
0: career. (laughs) Yes. Even when we were selling like 30,000 records a week and like on TRL and I was like, this is so funny. Like, but thanks for having us. Oh my God. It's gonna be over tomorrow. (laughs) So I, and I don't know, but then there's other guys in the band who have the exact opposite thing where it's Mm -hmm. like, Oh, we're, we're it, we're done. So I think we balance out somewhere where some of us are kind of like happily surprised walking in every day or like showing up on stage and there's 20,000 people there. It's like, Oh my God.
1: Where'd you guys come from?
0: I can't believe you're still here. Right. You know?
1: <laughs> they love you.
0: Um, it's so, it's such a wonderful thing. It's such an incredible blessing. Um, but first big break there, there wasn't one thing to tell you the truth. It was a really slow reveal.
1: Really? Over
0: the years. Yeah. Wow. We we were turned down incessantly. We tried to get signed when we were teenagers
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, based on a bunch of demos. And we were like, you know, selling out clubs in Hollywood uh, as teenagers when we were still in high school. Amazing. And uh, so, record label people were coming to the shows, uh, but didn't see anything there worth like investing in, I guess.
1: Wow. Even though you were selling out?
0: Yeah. I think maybe they thought we were just like kind of a
1: local sensation, a local
0: flash in the pan kind of a thing. And then, um, so we decided to put out our our own album. We financed it ourselves. It's called Mm -hmm. Fungus Among Us.
1: I yeah. had that album. It's insane, obviously. It's, it's I love literally it. literally insane. I love it. I love it.
0: <laughs> so we did that when we were in high school. Right. And then- um, I can't
1: believe you did that in high school. Wow, okay.
0: And the things just kept slowly getting more and more uh, interesting. And then record label people started coming, but, but they were like turning us down. Like, no, no, it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen.
2: Wow.
0: So we just kind of were like, okay, we're gonna be an indie band. And that's that kind of idea, whenever we heard like, no, it's not gonna happen. We're sort of like, okay and we would kind of find the way around and adapt around the obstacle. Wow. And we've done that over and, and over, over and over. over. Even some of the songs for us that were like our biggest Hits. uh hit singles if you want to call them that uh weren't going to be singles if the record if it were up to the record label. Like we were like, "Okay, we're going to put this out on our own and make a video and hey, look at the video we made." And they're like, "Great job." And then and then it becomes a thing. Some of our number one singles internationally have been us just going, we really believe in the song. We're going to do it anyway.
1: Isn't it crazy that you're like the talent and you're like, no, like people like us for a reason. I know what I'm doing. And then these record labels try to tell you what you should be doing. And you're kind of like, um.
0: All that being said, like we've had some amazing, we've worked with some amazing people at at record labels, both at um, Epic Records and Mortal Records. We were signed to Island Records for Mm. a time. We actually are happily independent now. We have been for a couple of years. And so everything that we do now is just sort of like, Hey, you want to make a new song? Sure. So actually, we're going to release a single in just a few weeks. Yes. Um, and we're oh going on tour. Uh, we start playing shows, actually, in just about two weeks. So we'll be doing festivals all through the spring and early summer. And then um, probably going to be on tour in the fall. Like in okay.
1: The amazing. And it's going to yeah. be on your website.
0: Yeah, everything will be days, like Brandon there'll be a proper Boyd. announcement. Me. Actually, Incubus HQ For that stuff.
1: Incubushq.com. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, you guys have to see them live. They're like one of the most amazing live shows. Like, honestly, and I've seen like obviously a lot of bands – but I'd say you guys and Nine Inch Nails are the only people that I've seen live Radiohead where mm. I was like, oh, sounds like the album, like sounds so good and yeah, yeah. real. And like a lot of other bands you go and you see and you're like, oh boy, they've been really worked in the studio and they yeah. don't sound anything like them, you know, yeah. but you guys are actually like totally Thank you. amazing. Thank yeah. you.
0: Nine Inch Nails and Radiohead, they're so good live. Dude, I've seen both of them multiple so times. so good they're live. So Like exciting. bananas. Yeah. You're just
1: like, oh my God, how is this happening?
0: I uh, This wasn't a date experience, but I saw Radiohead at the Hollywood Bowl. Oh uh, god this has got to be 10 years ago and my girlfriend and i at the time and my younger brother were like let's have a weed lollipop and watch radiohead dead and way too uh, much way too strong yeah the only bad drug experiences i've ever had are from eating pot
1: <laughs> talk about panic attack right. you're and like am i dying right now like it's so, scary yeah i know because you can't there, dose it
0: no you well back know. then i think it's better now but yeah. like um I don't even mess with it now because it's too uh, volatile. Strong. But yeah. so I we each had this weed lollipop. Or no, it was a weed cookie. And then we had these lollipops that we were going to like, we're so cool eating this lollipop while we're high on this weed. And this band called Liars opened up for them, who mm. I really liked as well. But they were really weird. And so it kind of set this strange mood. And oh, then no. Radiohead comes on. And I was sitting in one of the boxes at the bowl. And uh, your boy Keanu Reeves was right in front of me.
1: Dad, I love
0: him. I, I love him too. But he was like, dancing like all keanu Reevesy, uh-huh,
1: uh-huh
0: like not matrix flow but like, like he stiff. was more like like keanu Reevesy to radiohead and it was fucking with me so bad oh that i started to go like i'm like way too high to be in public right now am i gonna throw up right now the worst am i about to throw up and in, like into keanu reeves's box and <laughs> you're not gonna throw whole... up on
1: keanu reeves is he gonna dodge it like he does in the matrix that was what
0: was going on in my mind but i was like i can't even enjoy radiohead right now <laughs> because i'm too high this is stupid what's wrong with you Oh, I'm gonna throw up! Oh my god! Oh my god! Here it comes! No! Oh my god! No. It's like karma police! No! Nausea! No! And I look at my girlfriend at the time, and she's like, "Are you okay?" And I was about to like just let it all go, and a burp came from like the Timbuktu of my stomach, like the furthest reaches it's dead. of my stomach. <laughs> And it like rattled through my esophagus and my whole body and like vibrated my whole head. It was it was did you ever see Revenge of the Nerds part two? Of course. Remember when Booger like meets like the burp sensei?
1: Yes, yes, yes. Yes.
0: It was like that burp. And then all of a sudden (sighs) after everything just went perfect and like everything became clear. And Keanu Reeves was like actually a pretty good dancer. Wow. Oh shit. And then the night changed completely. But dead. That's my radio. So you didn't throw
1: up, you just burped.
0: I just had a really amazing, sort of raucous. Esophagal rumbling.
1: Did he turn around? Was (laughs) he he like, whoa, dude? (laughs) Was he like, whoa, dude? Are you gonna throw up?
0: (laughs) Thanks for not throwing up on me, man.
1: (laughs) Okay, but edibles are so scary. I've had a crazy edibles experience as well. Obviously. I don't I don't eat weed anymore. I smoke it, but I don't eat it. I can't handle it. Hmm. And I can't even handle like weed full on anymore. Like I've noticed as I get older, my tolerance for drugs is extremely low. I don't know why, but I can like literally only smoke spliffs now because I can't handle like the full full weed anyway right. but dude i love you thank you for being here and thank you for sharing that story that's sure. amazing the almost throwing up on keanu reeves story that's like first, the highlight
0: first worst almost thrown up on keanu, keanu reeves, story. reeves. Yeah, yeah yeah sorry keanu
1: he listens to this he's like whoa
0: yeah, we dodged a bullet there.
1: <laughs> literally, literally. Dude, thank you so much for being here. He has to get to the studio, you guys. He's actually working on more Incubus music for you guys. So mm. I love it. You're the best. I appreciate Thanks. you being here. You've been an amazing guest. For and me. make sure to go to brandonboyd.me mm-hmm. to get this game and incubushq.com. I believe so. To check out future tour dates because they have some amazing tour dates coming up and you guys have to see them live. They're incredible. So. That wraps it up. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, tell your friends, your grandma, get her on Wi-Fi. Make sure to follow this page. It's incredible. We have so many more amazing stories coming forth. And thanks for listening to Worst Firsts. America.